JM in the AM Wednesday morning. Well, the second annual Nefesh Benefesh Communities Fair brought together representatives from 45 different communities around Israel to assist Olim in finding their ideal neighborhood. As Israel's real estate and housing markets continue to expand, Olim are regularly searching for affordable home buying options in their ideal communities around the country to start their uh, lives. Rachel Berger, director of Post Aliyad Nefesh Benefesh, was quoted as saying, Olim come from a wide range of backgrounds and have different priorities when searching for a community in Israel. Our Israel Communities Fair was created in order for Olim to get a closer look at the diversity of options and affordability that exist in various communities and cities throughout the country. Director of Post Aliyah at Nefesh Benefesh, a wonderful friend of ours, Rachel Berger. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. You know, it's funny, and I, you know I don't like comparing Israel to the diaspora, but in this way, just for a moment, um, I know some young people who are looking for housing in the New York, New Jersey area, and there is just, you know, everything's priced out. And again, not to compare, but, you know, obviously the situation in some ways is identical. There are so many traditional, uh, classic communities in Israel that are simply priced out at this point. And I wonder, I, I would guess this is a big part, and I know you're post-Aliyah, not, not pre-Aliyah, but I would guess this is one of the red flags that everybody at NBN really raises with potential Olim, that they've got to be familiar that in a lot of places where they want to live, they're not going to be able to afford to do so, right? So uh, there's a lot of things happening in Israel. One of the things that's most important is that as people come, you know, over the years and you visit, you see that it's not the Israel of the 80s. It's a very, very different scene. Mm. The infrastructure and the um, development of trains all over the place and public transportation. The goal is that if you live in Ashkelon, it's going to take you an hour to get to the center. You can go to Karmegat, it's going to take you also 45 minutes to get to the center. Uh, Jerusalem now has that train, 28 minutes uh, for you to get from Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. And, and that's really the goal. The goal is to create um, the next stage of Israel, which is you can live wherever you want to live, and still be able to access employment opportunities all over the place. And the other funny thing is that people, um, not only because of remote work, but it's also common that somebody will get a job and they can work three days or four days in the center and two days at home. And that's happening all over the place. Um, There are a lot of opportunities for people to look at uh, properties that, um, you know, get themselves maximum house, be a part of a community that's developing and evolving and growing, and have a high quality of life while still accessing the employment opportunities wherever they may be. And specifically for North Americans, a lot of those communities already have a North American presence, right? Yes, yes. No, it's really to be part of Zionism 201, you know? If we did it 101 in the beginning when we came... You know, everybody can tell you the story. When I came, there was no Makola. When I came, they brought eggs and they sold them from a truck. When I came, there was no electricity. So that's the thing of the past. Rachel Berger with us from Israel. Now, um, the numbers you are using, an hour, 45 minutes, you realize that it's a good thing that the North Americans, especially those in New York and New Jersey, that's not an intimidating amount of time at all in no, terms, in terms no, of a commute. No. In Israel, that may be a big deal. To a lot of people here, it's it's practically nothing, knowing that so many people travel 90 minutes to work each day. 
I'll say it's less of a big deal than it used to be. Right. It's much less of a big deal than it used to be. People today can assume, you know, you cross Jerusalem and it's already an hour. You know, people have stopped using public transportation and they bike and they um, rollerblade because it, the traffic is so crazy. And we speak to mayors of towns all the time who want to get rid of the traffic, move everything into public transportation, um, and just have the whole thing flow. And it'll happen. It'll happen. You know, if you will it, if you dream it, it will happen. By the way, and, one one other factor that's so different these days days is you could do a lot of work while you're on public transportation. I, I would assume all these Correct. trains are, are Wi-Fi enabled and in general mm-hmm. connectivity in Israel is improving constantly. So you, you really could, yes. could really use that time in a very, very smart fashion. That's right. No, for sure. Look, what was interesting about last night's community fair is we had a demographic of, I would say, 25 to 30 year olds, right. which was it was interesting to me. In other words, you usually think that you maybe your first house is 30 to 35. Right. People were coming who were 25 to 30, and then we also had an older crowd, like a retiree crowd, people who, um, for our retirees that are exploring Naharia because it's a beach town that's inexpensive. Mm. And there is an you know an English-speaking club, and Nefesh Benefesh is there, and you have book club, and you have activities together. And... Um, People are really willing to explore all of these places that many of us, you know, are not necessarily familiar with because they offer good deals and already it's the second wave. The first wave of Anglos have already come and established themselves, and it allows for Anglo-friendly communities, people to integrate within the community as well. I see here that there's interest now and an uptick in interest according to this report from last night. In places like Rehovot and Pardes Chana, someone mm-hmm. just told me they were yeah. going to Rehovot, and I was shocked. And and yeah. and and there's already, as you just said, already a presence in places like that. Plus, I know that Go Beyond has done a great job, and it's part of the whole Nefesh Benefesh effort to get people to to the north, south, etc. I know that that's worked really well. But still, when you hear about North American presence in Carmiel and Chadera. And even Naharia that you mentioned, and Negahot, and Shoham, and all these places, a, a lot of it's really hard to believe, frankly. And and some of them, especially, I mean, I know Carmiel because I know some people are up there. I mean, it just continues to grow on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really true. People are looking for, they're looking not for the Modian option. Right. It's, uh, Modian is very, very expensive. And um, Rehovo allows you to have the uh, transportation. It allows you to have access to industry. People who move, who used to move to Rehovo, it was always science-based because of Weizmann and because of all the medical startups and the biomedical startups. But it's not true anymore, and there are multiple communities there uh, for every single demographic. Um, and we have found more and more people turning to Rehovo. There's new building and there's older building. Um, and people are really trying to tap into that opportunity. Also, it has like a, a, a little bit of a um, very sweet town, you know, very accepting town. Mm. And each place has its own flavor. Right. Uh, a lot of our old men feel very, very, very comfortable there. Mm, interesting. Well, in a lot of places also, in Karmehanadiv and Karmegat. Um, but um, uh, Rehovot is getting a lot of attention. I'm trying to think which was, I mean, I see Beersheva here. W- which was the most southern city represented at this fair? I'm trying to see the list here and figure it out. What would you say was the most or maybe, southern? Maybe um, Ramat HaNegev. Wow. I never even yeah. heard of Ramat HaNegev, and they were represented there yesterday? 
Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. We had Ramona. And I, we have look. We have people who go down south, um, and that that has a different vibe to it. Right. We have a rod also. Right. People like that as well. Those things have a different vibe, uh, but I encourage people to check things out, really check things out. More and more, Olim are going to these places every single year. Beersheba is um, is happened in the sense that when you go, you see a lot of WeWork-type buildings and uh, co-working spaces, startups, investment in industry, and, um, and that offers always opportunities to English speakers if, because English speakers are so needed and a person can go and because they are um, an international professional, the local community, the local employment community is always very interested in speaking to them and having them come. People don't realize also that Beershev is an hour train ride. Right. Like, it's just not a thing. If Modian, it's an hour bus ride. If Modian is priced out for some North American Olim, would you say Beersheva is as well or not so severely? No, 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 not at all. Really? Not at all. Interesting. Yeah, Beersheva is not, is not as expensive. There's, I don't know how many people are able to read in Hebrew on the show, but if you are... There are two websites always worth looking at. One is Madlan, M-A-D-L-A-N, and the other one is uh, Yad2, where you basically go online and you can see the prices of uh, apartments. And then you call Nefesh Benefesh, and we tell you, are the Anglos living in that area? Right. What is Yad2, like Y-A-D, the number two, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. It's secondhand everything. Oh, on the so secondhand <laughs> housing, but they also advertise brand new housing. But it gives you a sense mm-hmm. of, and it has pictures, obviously, and it gives you a sense of the apartments and the prices of apartments. And then we can tell you, does that block, is that block the block that the um, Anglos go to? All of these towns, every town, has a certain vibe to it that you know. If it's if it works for you, you can really have an incredible experience. Look, I think people should be looking at this kind of real estate, whether or not um, they're on Aliyah, you right. know, because lots of people also want to do the half half thing, right. living in Israel a little bit. You go to Haifa, you can get a you can get an apartment over the sea, be part of a big city. They're just all of these options, and then it's worth it to look now. These things have been increasing in price every single year. Unbelievable. Rachel Berger is with us, Director of Post Aliyah at Nevish Benefish, the second annual NBN Communities Fair brought together representatives from 45 communities around Israel to assist Olim in finding their ideal neighborhood. So now, I mean, look, the message has always been when you're considering uh, Aliyah and when people go to the Nevish Benefish website and start the whole process, obviously one of the big categories was always housing. But I guess now, uh, for obvious reasons that you just discussed with us, y- you have to alert people that a lot of things you have in mind are not going to work, or they might work, but you need to really explore a lot of other options as well. I think that's the big takeaway for those who are still on this side of the ocean. No, I don't think that at all. I think if, if I were you saying it, I would I would phrase it so differently. It's like walking into a chocolate store. Everybody always buys the same thing, and I'm telling you that there are some amazing treats <laughs> that are worth looking at. And uh, and if you're smart about it, not only will you do good, but you will do well. 
Well, I approve you of know? your I approve of your dessert example. It certainly helps me understand it better. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I appreciate you joining us this morning. I remind our audience that all of this information is available. Go to nbn.org.il, and obviously that's where you want to start the Aliyah process and start exploring moving uh, with your family to uh, Israel. And now, in May, as all the tuition payments are starting for next year, everybody, this might be a really good time to explore heading to Israel with your young family. Rachel, best to everybody. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. Okay, take care. Rachel Berger, Director of Post Aliyah Nefesh Benefesh, a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.